0: is anna valenzuela and welcome to the 12 questions podcast i just want to reiterate the 12 questions podcast is not affiliated with any of the three zillion 12-step programs out in these streets. Not AA, not NA, not CA, not Al-Anon, not whatever kind of A anonymousies you go to. Uh, it's just a conversation between myself and another person from a recovery perspective. Uh, we hope it helps you out. This is a rebroadcast of a uh, homie. Um, sort of a, a mentor, somebody who really uh, gave me some fabulous, fabulous advice uh, when I first started stand up, and just somebody I've always connected with, uh, Mr. Brian Simpson. He is uh, he's crushing it right now. Uh, you can catch him on what Netflix? Yeah, that's right. We always knew that was gonna happen. Um, but yeah, this is rebroadcast. Mama is oh so stressed out with school right now um, and flying solo on this pod that uh we're just we're just gonna revisit the catalog for a second and then uh we'll get back on some uh, new episodes but if you haven't listened and peeked inside the incredible mind of brian simpson here you go Hello, welcome to 12 questions. What's happening? Hey, it's just me today. Sorry, so, sorry Alex. We're trying to I'm trying to get some podcasts recorded before I go on the road. Today I have uh, this has been a long time coming.
1: Oh, there's cheeses.
0: There is cheese, there is apples, there is, you know, I put out a spread. I do this. But in our our podcast, we actually ask um the guests to introduce themselves because we allow people to be anonymous if they want to just like be anonymous
1: so i'm not the anonymous type
0: (laughs) so today i'm speaking with the fabulous and wonderful brian simpson yay oh just one of my favorite humans on planet earth absolutely fantastic person likewise and we were just talking about um we were talking about living environment and serenity and that whole situation because you've had you've had quite a journey. I'm trying to focus on, especially with like Brody's passing. I'm trying to focus on like mental health right now. And mm. I know you've had like one of our first times really hanging out. You you were you were nervous, and you were like, "Hey, just hang out with me." And like, I I love how open and fantastic you are about your journey, and like how you have just been killing it in the game. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, well, I don't know about killing it. I'm just, I think you know, I think. If you can just like L. A. is just a war, of, it's a war of attrition. So if you can just be, if you can just be around and involved, you're doing, it, you're doing it.
0: You're doing all right. Yeah. You're doing all right. If you could be around, for it's sure. It's definitely stacked
1: against poor people. I mean, because I mean, I'm sure like there's a lot of people out here that are like trust fund kids or like upper middle crust kids that think yeah. they, they think they were poor, and they come out here and they can afford the ridiculous rent and yeah, and they have the free time to you know put all their energy into 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 art instead of surviving um so you know so if you're poor i mean you move if you're poor and talented and you move to LA it's a struggle because most of your energy has to go to survival.
0: Yeah. And
1: all the rest has to go to your craft or, or you're gonna fall off, you know?
0: Yeah, that's very true. Because when you first moved up here, we were trying to get a place together mm. and I was stuck in that one crazy, I love how you said when you were talking about where you're living now, how the conditions are frustrating. I used to have moments where like, I would open a cabinet and just like, dust and a spider <laughs> and like a piece of wood would like all fall out at once. I'd be like, what yeah. is this nightmare house? Like at one point, the floor was keeping in in one of the bathrooms. so the management had to come in and clean like fix the floor, and they left the hole exposed, and feral cats and raccoons got into the house. oh my God. <laughs> we were like, "What's going on? There's, there's
1: a lot of uh slim lords out here,
0: yeah. yeah, yeah. And there's something truly hilarious about like opening a a door and seeing like cat like like extra cats we had three cats and there were like that so we opened a door there were like six cats in one room and all three of our cats were like huddled in a ball like what the fuck <laughs> 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 who let these ones in <laughs> it was crazy yeah
1: that's stressful
0: it was really stressful but um like for a while when you first moved up here you were living in a you were living in like a like a well not like a halfway house but like a a shelter. shelter situation. I forget what they call it. Um, it was a veteran shelter, right? right? Yeah mm-hmm. and you have you were in the service for how long? you did two tours, right? If yeah, I remember correctly. I did two tours, yeah yeah, that's a fascinating story.
1: not really. It's kind of boring, actually,
0: well, because you went you went in first as a as a mechanic,
1: no, I Hel- went in as a as a technician
0: technician right. helicopter technician.
1: No, I mean, no, 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 that's Mitch. Burrow.
0: That's Mitch Burrow? Yeah, he was oh. a helicopter
1: mechanic. I was a uh, an electronics technician. Oh. Yeah.
0: Okay. And then you and then you went back as infantry, right? Nope.
1: Nope. No, I well <laughs> no, definitely not.
0: Whose story am I mixing up with your story? What's I, happening no, here? Right I think you're
1: just getting parts of the story mixed up. We I, I am a I was a electronics technician. Technician. But This, but on my second deployment, we we went as security forces for the airbase. Oh, so we weren't infantry, not even close. Not even close. No, no. You know,
0: I'm confusing you with a guy I dated a few years ago. I know (laughs) for sure. (laughs) Oh, now I know exactly who I'm confusing you with. (laughs) But
1: I would never. First of all, I would never go back in the Marine Corps, but definitely not as infantry.
0: Yeah, fuck no. He was crazy. We dated for a minute. You treated me very
1: well. I'm not built like that. Yeah. No. Yeah, I'm not built for it. Like you know, what's weird is I I encounter so many people that want that w- wanted to be infantry or wished they yeah. were infantry in a way. Because it's like
0: a machismo thing, right?
1: I don't know. It's, it's 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 just like it's like people that it's like people with a, I would have been in the military, but stories. You know, it's like yeah, they want you to know I'm not I I'm good enough. I'm tough enough for the military, if not for this. But and then, I have and then these people, heel spurs, right? But <laughs> but people in the military have that same insecurity. People that uh, aren't, people that aren't grunts,
0: yeah.
1: They or people that aren't infantrymen, yeah. They have that same insecurity where they want everybody to still know that they're tough, yeah. So they, you know. And so when we when we went back as security forces, well, first of all, before we went back, they were asking for volunteers oh. And I'd already, you know, but whenever that happens, it's like usually about half the people in your unit have been deployed before Yeah, and so and I'm sitting around telling all the young Marines like don't fucking volunteer Like it ain't it ain't great But but so many people like, they want that glory, you know, right. like the idea of going home and not having gone to Iraq or Afghanistan it, w- it was just like unthinkable for them, you know. So, but and then they get over there and they're like, "Fuck this!" Yes. <laughs> you know, it's just hot and miserable and boring. And it's like, it's I guess it's nice to be able to say that you made it through that. But I would much rather have just not gone.
0: Yeah, you can just go to Barstow or something, <laughs> right? Right. can <laughs> stand um, outside.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I never wanted to do any of that. Like. Yeah, Go on patrol patrolling, you know that.
2: Fuck
0: <laughs> all
1: that. Anything that made made it more likely for me to for me to die was like off the table for me.
0: Well, because you had lived a whole life before that, like you had had like a rough and tumble life going into even right.
1: the military. I, I mean, I was a I was a foster kid for most of my life, most of my childhood, and then. Um, you know, I, I went from home to home to home to home to family member to family member to family member to home to home to home the home, the home, and then and then when I, the last place I was, was with my stepmom, and I was eighteen, and like th- like they'll take care of you until you're twenty one, like they'll give you an apartment and mm-hmm. pay for you to go to college and uh, all, all that kind of shit, but. Um, you know but i was i was living with my stepmom and the and the money they used to give my foster parents was now for me but they were giving it to my stepmom cuz they oh. cause they didn't think i was responsible oh, my my no. my social worker didn't think i was responsible and something about that just pissed me off like i it was it, it wasn't that decision alone it was just that i was just so tired of you wanted agency right i wanted yeah. to make because i was so tired of i was so tired of adults making decisions for me and then not being around for the consequences. Like cuz that's mm-hmm. that's that's the deal with foster kids is, yeah. is is like yeah, you might be doing what's best, but why do you get the pick? You, cuz you ain't going to be around like and that's exactly what happened. He quit. What? Yeah, that same social worker quit. So so it was like it's like you 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 making this hard this hard decision that I have to live with. Right. You know, it's like and and, and I wasn't responsible. Like I was, old. I was I was I was I was I was just rebellious in a way that just didn't make sense. You know, it's like, I just wanted to do whatever you told me not to do because it was the only power I had was defiance. Same. You know? Yeah. So that's why it's like to join the military, which I guess is is pretty much giving up all your all your agency. <laughs> <laughs> but that was my way of rebelling against the system I grew up in. Yeah. Know? So, I, but anyway, I didn't join. I joined the Marine Corps in... Before nine eleven, I joined in March of that year.
2: Oh, what!
1: And so I wasn't there for no patriotic shit or none of that. I just wanted to get through that bitch, go to college, and get the fuck up out of there. So you know, um, so when not, so when nine eleven when happened, I was literally in oh, no in school, like at breakfast. I'm like, God damn it. (laughs) You know? Shit. Because, you know, we had just been talking about how. You know, like the chances of somebody like actually attacking the United States was so slim. It was like, what war are we gonna get into?
0: Yeah, who would do that? Right? Why? What, we, what idiot would come for the United States? Yeah,
1: we haven't been in a war since I was a kid. Yeah, 90s,
0: and even I mean? the Cold War was pretty low key.
1: No, I'm t- no, the, the the Gulf War. It the Gulf
0: war. war. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: So, uh, but I was just like, you know, I was just so caught off guard by nine eleven, and it was like, ah, this is bullshit. <laughs>
0: I'm sorry. Don't need to laugh. That is so, that is, I can just imagine like a little you just like,
1: oh, this is some bullshit.
0: How, like, why now? Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. So, we, we, you know, it's, uh, you know, that's what it is. Um, but anyway, I, so, but th- that that was, that was so long ago, you know? Yeah. It's like, I, I mean, I guess I'm still, it's not something I am, I'm, I used to be proud of it, but now I'm just, but I'm not ash- I'm not ashamed of it, but it's it's just not my identity anymore. No, you
0: know? no. Yeah,
1: but I do have a soft spot for veterans, especially Marines.
0: You really do. Yeah. There's some there's some challenging personalities in comedy, and you're very understanding, especially when that's their story.
1: Yeah, because a lot of a lot of Marines come back, and, that, and that's something I learned in the shelter. Actually, um, even though the people the people that own that place are scumbags, but but. Um, yeah. But the people that the people that worked there were were awesome for the most part, and um, you know and I, that's when I got into like cognitive behavioral therapy and
0: nice,
1: and that was really powerful for me because you don't realize like the 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 you know like I, like it's it's okay to be to be. It's okay to admit that you're damaged somehow, you know?
0: Yeah. I have a thought log in my purse right now that I'm supposed to use. Cause my, and my therapist wants me to uh, put my all of my thoughts on trial. And because it's funny, to use Judge Judy as the person in my brain. So, like, when I have a thought and I'm putting it on trial, sometimes I'll be like, baloney! And then, <laughs> and then I laugh.
1: <laughs> put your thoughts on trial. I, I like that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's it's it's a really powerful form of therapy. Yeah.
1: And and I mean it, it really is. You know, it's like it, it it's weird too because the the you know, the 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 foster care thing creates a lot of mental health issues in and, yeah. and of itself. Even people that don't um um even people that like like when they grow up, when they like in their in their 30s, they still are affected by, it, you know. Oh yeah. And the Marine Corps was for me was like stability right? and they maybe, you know, forced you to stop feeling sorry for yourself. But, but at the same time, I think it was maybe an (laughs) overcorrection, you know?
0: Yeah. It swings. And we, I've done that in my life. Like you swing too far in the other direction to, to kind of create stability. And then you find that you can't exist in that space anymore. Right. It's like what you're becoming is not yourself. And,
1: and, And a big, a big part of it too, is that to be, to be successful, um, and I, and I, I guess I wouldn't really call my Marine Corps career successful, but uh, but it definitely wasn't a failure. But 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 to 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 succeed or even just get along in the Marine Corps, you have to buy in fully. You know, you have to. Yeah. You have to put that identity on, you know. Yeah. But then you but then you get when you get out and you realize, oh, that's not that that's not who I am. But who am I? <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like I didn't know who I was when I went in. And then they give you this identity. And then you're like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, you know, after a while, you realize, oh, this doesn't really fit.
0: Do you find that some people try to attach like a comedic identity that way as well? They're like, I am a comic and this is my identity. And yeah. you're like, but what does that mean? There's yeah. 150 different types of comics in the world. It's like.
1: Yeah, I think. Um, well, I don't know, man. It's, it's tough because we we're, humanity is in a transitional period right now yeah you know? it's like remember i mean i'm like i, I must gonna say remember but but you know i'm sure there was a time where like you know like think about it, like right after slavery ended right how how no one knew how like <laughs> i mean imagine how everyone had to adjust to a new reality t- right because even the even the slaves were like as much as they wanted freedom when, when they first got free they didn't know what the fuck to do yeah you know and then and then all the, the 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 slave masters used to having free work for all those years. They didn't know what to fucking do.
0: Well, then that's when I the mean, prison industrial complex started well, up. Exactly. Just, right, right, right. You know, so
1: they figured they figured out a new way to have slave. But my point yeah. my point is we're I think we're in a transitional period now where there, there's there's a lot of debate, discussion, confusion around mm-hmm. what's appropriate and and whether language should be policed and. All those other things and and so it's it's a very it's a very difficult time to become a comedian, yeah, because you have to be willing to say what you're thinking and not what you're expected to say. Right and and I think that and is, turn
0: away when you're rewarded for saying what you're expected to say. Right. Or it, there's there's a couple lines and some jokes where sometimes if I'm like Portland, San Francisco, people get really excited for those lines, and I go, "Of course you are." Right. Like I just make fun <laughs> of them. I was like, "That's not a joke." <laughs> you know that, yeah. right? You're clapping for being right.
1: Well, well, well yeah, but that, yeah. that's the thing. I think I think the, this generation is coming up in a time where there's way more pressure to conform mm, mm-hmm. than there used to be just because you have, to, you have to conform in your free time. Like you can't just be home and be, you know, yeah. you have to constantly be uploading evidence that you are conformed. Information,
0: conform, yeah. That you're conformed. Like, yeah. you know,
1: like, I mean, like your Instagram and your yeah. social media, you got to constantly be telling people that you agree with them or that you fit into the group that you...
0: Right. That you're going to go to that event yeah. or you're going to be, yeah. It's, and so, and it's you can, exhausting. And
1: the thing too is, You can get away with doing comedy that way. You're just never going to be very good at
0: it. (laughs) Yeah, it's just not the kind of comedy I think either you or I would gravitate to, if that makes any sense. It's like... I
1: mean, sometimes it's funny.
0: Sometimes. When somebody's really good at that, it's impressive Mm -hmm. in a way.
1: Yeah. I mean, I don't... But I think comedy is inherently counterculture. Yeah. So it's like whenever, whenever one side is winning the culture war, comedy always goes against the grain you know yeah so that's sort of its job yeah i don't I don't know i don't know if comedy has a job i, I don't know i think humor is next necessary for the human condition well humor humor is but i'm when i say okay when i'm saying comedy i'm i'm i mean i mean it i mean stand up i don't know i don't care about all that other shit
2: because
1: <laughs> um, i don't know i don't know i don't feel like i enjoy improv mm. and um and sketches mm-hmm. and all that shit but I don't care about them.
0: I don't. I don't. I enjoy good improv and sketches. I don't enjoy. Um, I don't enjoy improv and sketch as a concept enough to have appreciation for the bad stuff. Whereas with comp, with stand up, sometimes. I enjoy it so much that if I'm watching a person develop something, I'm okay with them not delivering 100% for a while because I'm like, oh, they're developing it. Like, I, but I have enough appreciation to understand that that's what's going on. And then there are some people, it's like breasts or souls, that's probably as good as it's gonna get. you know. And I hope yeah. I'm not one of those people. But And I hope I don't get to make those judgments. You know what I mean? Like,
1: I, think, I, think, I think LA is a hard place to start comedy.
0: Yeah, it was a weird decision on my part. I thought about moving to San Diego for a time.
1: Yeah, or somewhere small, because because you know what it is is that out um, out here, I think I think if you're in a smaller scene,
2: mm-hmm.
1: you are it's easier to be humbled mm. by the fact that like there's a hierarchy. You know what I mean? It's and it's it's definite. Mm. You know, whereas I think out, out here a lot of times. You can be you can be associated with or or in with some group where someone has some kind of success, or you could be associated with some mm-hmm. club or some show,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and and it fools you in the thinking that because to, because to me there's 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 getting good at stand up, and then there's getting good at Hollywood. <laughs> right? cuz yeah. no matter yeah. how good you are at stand up yeah. or, or whatever you do yeah. no matter how good you are at music stand up whatever yeah. when you come here you got to learn the, ho- yeah. the hollywood so but what i'm saying is so if you start here a lot of times you can you can level up in hollywood and think that means that you've leveled up in your craft you know and and it you can it's easy to conflate the two
0: people so, people ask me um one of the people involved with roast battle asked I was hosting an open mic and I just happened to go up and, you know, do my thing. And, and he got, he came off, I came off stage and he goes, you're funny. And I go, yeah. I said, you know what I've been doing since roast battle? And he goes, what? And I go, stand up <laughs> a lot of stand up. <laughs> but like, yeah, that's yeah. the thing is like, you gotta not to, I mean, no shade to that. I'm so grateful for the experience, but I understand, I completely understand what you're saying for sure. Like, I'm finding myself. I feel like a woman without a nation. Like I kind of like don't. I've kind of been. I don't really have a clique anymore, which is good. I think that's good. And I also find myself rebelling against hierarchy in the sense of like, okay, well then I'll just do my own thing. I'll figure out what my own thing is, yeah. and I'll create that lane, and I'll drive in it. Well, that.
1: Well, that's what I mean. I was like, I don't. I don't support hierarchy in and of itself. Um, that's that's dumb. Mm-hmm. But I think. It's just. I think when you're new, it's necess- it's necessary to train yourself to, like you said, like what your therapist say, put your thoughts on trial. Right? Put your
0: thoughts on trial. It's yeah.
1: necessary to learn to examine yourself, to, to to like check yourself because that's how you get better. It's like if you if you. You know so and the hierarchy is just an easy way to mm, mm-hmm. to force that on you, yeah, whereas uh, I mean I mean, I guess not everyone needs it, you know because you don't need anyone, I mean, you don't need anything except stage time and 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 you don't really um you know, I'm not one of those people that's like that thinks you have to go up every, you know, until you until you fucking have a heart attack. You know,
0: like. <laughs> or until your body fills up with tumors mm-hmm. and intestinal right. infection like, and a back problem. <laughs> nah, you, nah, you, you
1: you you gotta take care of yourself. None nothing here. Yeah. Nothing here matters that much. Yeah. Nah.
0: Yeah. I had a rough weekend. I had to see the doctor today just to like make sure everything was okay. But I had lost a lot of blood. I wasn't like feeling very good. And Monday I went to like get up and get dressed and go to the comedy store. And my body was like, no. And I slept for like, I slept like most of the day. I was like, I woke up. I said hi to Stuart. I went right back to sleep. My brain was just like, no, you need to rest. There was just like not enough oxygen in there.
1: Are you vegan or something?
0: No, 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 no. It's uh, it's for my fibroids. I bleed a lot, and so uh, one of them came back, and it was decided that weekend was the weekend it was going to kick my ass, and so I have to eat a high iron diet and that kind of stuff. That's basically what they told me. I'm gonna be eating a lot of lentils, uh, taking some hormones. So farts and crying. Here we go.
1: Yeah, We're gonna do diet it. Diet is a di- diet is huge. Mm-hmm yeah yeah i mean and the thing is like i ignored it for so long till it mm-hmm. till it caught up because it's going it's that's the thing it'll catch up with you eventually
0: especially because convenience food here is so awful awful yeah. readily available taco trucks like and i fucks with a taco truck that's Mm-mm. not even the worst thing you can eat here no. <laughs> but like what is in terms of like physical and mental health like what is your experience of surrender because I watched you surrender to things and just be like, this is where I'm at, this is what I need to do, as opposed to having that like false sense of self or...
1: I mean, wait a minute, so I don't know what you mean by surrender. You mean... Maybe like... Acceptance? Acceptance,
0: yeah, acceptance, surrender, those concepts. Um, I don't
1: know. I think there's another thing I learned in the Marine Corps, too. Yeah? Yeah, it's just it's just like the, the you know, not that I wouldn't complain, but it's like eventually you got to. Get to the, you just have to accept that like there's nothing you can do. There's nothing you can do to stop this from happening. You know, you just yeah. have to do. What you have to do what else? Whatever else you have to do. Yeah. You know, it's like it sucks that you that it has to be done. It sucks that it has to be you. But both of those things are going to always be true. So you need to handle. You know, it's like you just have to. You just have to do it. You just have to handle your business.
0: Do you find that there's a weird sense of peace in that? Like I've had moments in my life where it's like. In my mind, I'm like, there's a worst case scenario and I don't want that to happen. And then it happens and then I'm like, oh, well, we're here. Didn't die. We'll be fine.
1: Yeah. I mean, um, I don't know if there's peace. I don't know. I don't know what it is. I think it's because it's just the way that I. Automatically react to things. I, I, like I could, I get completely fired up and pissed off and upset because you
0: take your TV back,
1: especially when yeah, especially <laughs> when when things don't make sense, mm. like when they don't add up. Yeah. But after a while, I'm I'm just like, all right, what do I need? What do I? Because like my next instinct is to check myself. Like, okay, am I being unreasonable? Am I being illogical? Like, what or what am I? Is right. this? Is there anything I can do about it? You know? Yeah so i I mean <clears throat> I, and i don't I don't know I don't know acceptance, I guess it is acceptance, yeah, I like that It's just necessary,
0: yeah, yeah. what's the most sort of like insane, either insane, good or insane bad moment that you've sort of had in your life
1: <sighs> huh. one or the other,
0: yeah, or both insane whatever.
1: insanely good or insanely bad moment?
0: People take that question all uh, kind of ways. They're like, "Oh, I met a rock star." Sometimes they're like, "The worst thing in the world happened."
1: You met a rock star.
0: <laughs> I, people are crazy. A
1: fucking loser would say that. <laughs> <laughs> I think the most insanely good thing. Uh, um, I don't know. I mean, I guess. <sighs> hmm, so far, the most, the best thing is um, getting my name on the wall at the store. Yeah. I don't know. Is that, is that the best thing that ever happened in my life?
0: Hmm, I, I feel know. like I was there when that process started because you went up and you destroyed and then you went up in another room and you destroyed and yeah, that was a good we were night. hanging out that night. That was yeah. cool. Yeah,
1: that was a really cool night. Yeah, the store The, the store is a cool place, man. It, it, um. There's so many things that happened that happen at the store that could only happen at, at the store.
0: Yeah, you don't I don't hear stories a lot of like folks getting discovered anymore in any kind of way and that felt like I was watching you get discovered.
1: Yeah, I don't, I don't I don't know if anyone gets I don't know if anyone's ever gets dis has ever gotten discovered at the store, right? I mean, I mean I mean maybe I mean I guess maybe getting in at the store used to be being discovered. Yeah. But um but there's just too many comics now for that to be I mean, that was back yeah. when it was like 17 comics. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, uh, now, I mean, there's... I mean, maybe there used to be a lot of comics, but there's no way that it used to be as many as as there are now. I mean, there's like five... As many,
0: like, talented comics as there are now.
1: There's like 7,000 people Mm -hmm. here that identify as comedians.
0: I imagine the comedy store, like those old um, nature shows where you would see like the watering hole at the Serengeti, like in August. Yeah. And there's, you've got your alligators and you've got your gazelles and you've got like lions and you've got everybody. And there's only a little bit of water to go around.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, it, but, but I mean, I, I like that analogy because I think that's, that's a big part of, of what the store does now where it's more it's less it's cuz some cuz some of the people are like you know i got um you know i didn't get past what the fuck or i'm i'm not getting spots what the fuck or i got past i don't deserve it or you know i'm getting spots i don't deserve it. but it's like the sto- imposter
0: syndrome the, the, in imposter every syndrome, right. in every iteration <laughs>
1: but i think the store is like what it's like it's like it's a lot like a zoo where it's like okay what don't we have it's like we already have a giraffe we don't need you we have mm. two giraffes You yeah. know what I mean? it's like we already got we already have a lion we already got an elephant we want we want an animal that we don't have yeah you know so it's like because where would i put you in the exhibit next to the other flamingo you know what i mean <laughs> so it's like <laughs> i that. like
0: to be in the flamingo exhibit. Yeah, yeah. i feel like i got um, the nose for i don't it. know
1: i mean one leg up i could do it i think i would be i would probably be a, a probably be a, a hippopotamus
0: a hippopotamus is a fierce and incredible animal. Did you know that the first Egyptian pharaoh was killed hunting a hippopotamus? By the hippopotamus.
1: Word. Word. Did they kill it?
0: He I think they killed it, but the pharaoh didn't make it. Hmm. Cause that's the thing about that's the thing about a hippopotamus. That's like a they're one of the most dangerous creatures on planet Earth. And People look at him and they're like, Oh, he's so cute, like da da da. Did you know it um at Escobar's compound that's now like a resort, they rounded up all of the animals that he had brought in there, the giraffes, the everything's but somebody forgot, conveniently forgot the hippos that were living in the river. And now there's an indigenous population of hippos. Well, like they're an invading species of hippos and they have no predators. And so they're just like eating up all the rainforest stuff, getting fat and happy, chasing people around. And all because probably some guy was like, some Colombian was like, Oh, I don't, I don't want to deal with rounding up hippos. <laughs> I don't want to, that's a, that is a, that that is a no, 600 pound death machine nothing, in the water. Nothing kills them? No, I mean, they're not, there's no natural predator there. Nothing oh. will, stuff will kill them, but they're a real tough animal. Yeah. They're a real tough animal. There's no like lions, hungry, thirsty lions yeah. waiting to take them down. They
1: actually down. kill the most people.
0: They kill the most people.
1: But most of us, most of that is the boats getting Overturned because they didn't realize the hippo was underneath it.
0: Yes, mostly. Or what, what they what they find what they're finding in the the Amazon is that they're they're coming up under the boats kind of intentionally in shallow water and just kind of messing with the boats.
1: Oh, like killing they're, people on purpose. They're
0: kind of smart. I don't. They haven't killed anybody yet. That's the report that I watched at um. the time. Yeah, they haven't like they hadn't killed anybody yet. But the villagers have gotten really good at like chasing them off. But they they recognize how dangerous. They really are.
1: Yeah. Cause it's huge. It's huge. a
0: monster of an animal.
1: Yeah. And can they swim?
0: The, oh yeah. They're expert swimmers. They're way more agile, but they can also run. They can also reach a top speed of 40 miles an hour on land. No way. I know a lot of weird animal facts, man. 40 miles an hour. They, less? I think it's 40. It's Hold like on. a dog. It's like real. They can like really, they, they're like
1: really crazy. You know, what? you know, you know, you know who else surprisingly fast is bears. Really, bears bears can run like a dog. Oh, I don't know if it's sense. forty miles an hour. I mean, that's fast. That's really, but fast. I, but it's it's pretty quick. Did you? I thought you. Was looking I'm at
0: gonna, I'll look it up. I'll look it up. But yeah, like um, let's see. Hippo top speed. That's this is a very fun part of the podcast
1: right now. Hippo top speed. No, a polar bear can go twenty five miles an hour. I think
0: they can get to like oh, 19 miles an hour. I exaggerated. Yeah, but here, but here's
1: the thing: it doesn't matter if it's it was
0: 30 kilometers per hour. That's my brain was like. But
1: but, it, but for me, it's like because what's the what's the what is the uh,
0: 19 miles an hour is pretty pretty crazy.
1: Because what's the average human? That's top my
0: speed? top speed cycling. <laughs> that's like about how that's like my average speed when I cycle.
1: <laughs> no way. The average human top speed is 28 miles per hour? Yeah. No way. We're fast. I don't believe it. A human, humans could perhaps run as fast as 40 miles per hour. Wow. A new study suggests such a feet would leave in the dust the world's fastest runner, Usain Bolt. Who has clocked nearly twenty eight miles per hour in the hundred Well, no, well that's the top speed. Well, no, what's the average speed?
0: The average speed, <laughs>
1: okay, fifteen point nine. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. So it, you know, and I and I'm probably I'm probably coming in at thirteen unless I'm scared, maybe, maybe fifteen.
0: So <laughs> I got like, a hip injury, so I'm right. coming in so at it, nine. It doesn't matter how fast
1: animals are; if they over fifteen, you dead. You dead. dead. And even if even <laughs> even if you faster than that. They got the stamina to just run forever.
0: Forever. And they have adrenaline and hormones coursing through their body that we have the same thing going, but they've got enough to run a hippo.
1: Yeah, and they shitty at making deals, so you can't, like, talk your way out of you it. You can't
0: talk your way out of a hippo.
1: Yeah. <laughs> That's yes. it. But, why would a hippo, animal- but a hippo wouldn't chase you, would they?
0: They What they do, you know, when they show pictures of them with their little ears kind of flip-flapping in the water? mm mm-hmm. That what they're doing is that they're letting the things on the shore know like, "Hey, I see you, and I will come out of this water, and I will chase you. This is my territory. they're highly territory animals uh, yeah, this is why I got well, literally just like watched a Vice news thing on Escobar's hippos the other day, so
1: <laughs> you know who I'm fascinated with right now hmm. that um. I was just talking about this on somebody else's podcast, actually. <laughs> uh, what's her name? Elizabeth uh, Warren. Shoe. No, not Elizabeth Warren. <laughs> no, no, the evil Elizabeth. The um,
0: evil Elizabeth? Queen Elizabeth?
1: No. Eliz- Elizabeth Holmes.
0: Elizabeth Holmes. Who's Elizabeth
1: Holmes? So she she started a company called... Um, and she's evil what the fuck is it i mean maybe evil is a, a strong word but she she's definitely a sociopath she started a company called theranos and b- basically like she was she was she was obsessed with steve jobs to the point where like she dressed like him she gave presentations like him like the big apple presentations Whoa. she dropped out of college at 19 wow and she talked to all these rich people and invested in her company because she claimed that she could basically take one, she she was inventing a machine that would take a drop of blood or a little vial of blood uh-huh. and and run like two hundred tests with it instead Uh-oh. of you having to give like twenty vials of blood. It That's would, not like, how that works. Well, it's, it's definitely not how it works right now. Right? Yeah. <laughs> like, but the thing is, it's like Silicon Valley was so caught up in the um because HBO documentary is about to come out about her, but oh, there's already nice. mad documentaries on YouTube or okay or, or like little short mini docs, but she. Because you can basically like you can learn computers from a young age, yeah. You know what I mean. So you can yeah. you can actually be a tech person that like drops out of college and yeah. and knows your shit, yeah. But you can't just you can't be a doctor. You can't drop out of college and know right. medical shit. You gotta right. like do that for years and years and years right. and years. You know, yeah. It's like it's like it's like dropping out of school and 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 and, uh, and being like the foreman on a construction site. It's like you can't just <laughs> you can't just get it. You know, yeah.
0: Just so you, it's like becoming a, a comedian coming to L.A. and being like, "Where is my TV show?" Yeah, right, right.
1: <laughs> so she, so she talked to these people and she was just. A master at bullshitting people. I mean, she ended Whoa. up becoming like she wouldn't have been worth like nine billion dollars.
0: Wow! And this
1: and just pissed it all away because Whoa. she was lying.
0: So he's she's like the fire fire festival guy. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah,
1: except on a much grander scale. And but the penalty. So her trial it hasn't happened yet. I don't think her criminal trial hasn't happened yet. But her. But she was banned by the FCC or is it the, what is it? No 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 the FEC. She was banned by the FEC Federal Exchange Commission oh. from she can't be the CEO of a company for like 10 years or something like that. Whoa. Like that was her penalty. And even so she got caught by the same way Enron got caught the same way. Yeah. Um Bernie Madoff got caught, you know, just from just from some reporter going. Wait a minute. How come no one's ever seen <laughs> you, you know what I mean? Yeah. Just asking one simple question yeah. that everyone else was just afraid to ask. Yeah, and and you can sell a bu- bill of goods. Well 'cause yeah. what she would do is she would bring in like celebrity guests. She brought in like mm-hmm. Joe Biden. You know what <laughs> I mean? She would bring in these people and she would prick their finger and then and then continue the tour. And then they and then when they left the lab, they would take that blood and run it in in a real machine. So, they could oh. give them results at the end of the tour and they would be like, wow. This is the first
0: season of Battlestar Galactica, by the way, uh, when they try to make the Cylon detector. <laughs> I'm just saying.
1: Oh, wow. <laughs> so, yeah. I can't, for some
0: reason, I can't find that
1: because I've never sat down and watched it. Watched it.
0: It's on Hulu
1: right now. Well, I don't have Hulu. I have Amazon Prime and HBO. It was on Prime for a minute. What what I, all I see is the I see the mini thing, the mini thing, the or the it's like a mini series, the
0: mini series. That's where um, you start. Those are the first three def, episodes.
1: And I well, and I and I loved the prequel. Yes, a, a lot of people hated it, but I loved it. But you it got, saw the prequel, but it got canceled. Oh, it was called. You liked uh, Galactic? No, you liked
0: called, uh, uh, Caprica.
1: Caprica, yeah. Whoa. I loved Caprica. Whoa. Yeah, I was such because you know the Sci Fi Channel has this weird habit of like making dope shit and then just canceling it the coolest shows
0: the fans turned on it so hard i was a i was a Battlestar fan and then i was like already for caprica and bummed me out well
1: see that well see that's but but fans aren't objective because i i I had no i had had no stake in it. i had no horse in the race i was just like oh this is cool i like sci-fi shit and then and i didn't realize until a, a little into it that it was the prequel to Battlestar to Galactica because yeah. I because I still I'm still aware of Battlestar Galactica yeah. like I know what a Cylon is and all yeah that. so I didn't realize until a ways into the show what it was about but but it was already good it was a good show it's you would love it yeah they, but they just yeah you're right fans ruin everything because they want everything exactly how they want it you know and it's like it ain't they, it ain't yours till it's created
0: I think you'll have some empathy for the Battlestar fans when you finally watch it because it ends. So it it really it really ends well. It like it goes through they put you through so much. It's and like it, And it ends well? And it ends well. But
1: yeah, but then what, what if what's the problem with Caprica?
0: They I don't know. They just well, because for me it wasn't going anywhere. It just like wasn't The the pacing of Battlestar Galactica is relentless.
1: Yeah, because because but here's the problem though. Yeah, is just just like with the Star Wars prequel, right? Yeah. When uh, everyone already knows how it's going to end. Yeah. Like everyone knows what it's leading to because it's leading to the beginning of the story.
0: I think a prequel was a mistake. I think they should have picked up some other point of the story, Hmm. like either a parallel timeline or a different perspective, pulled a bean situation.
1: But it was cool. It was cool. It I mean, was pretty. It was but it at. But It didn't at. end. It didn't end. Just, just like I like, I like the new Stargate. The, uh, the Stargate. SG, uh, well, not SG one. What was it? That well, is what it was. SG one. No, the, I didn't get No, it Stargate Universe. Ooh. Oh, what, what, what? the fuck
0: was Stargate?
1: It? Like the new, the very newest. Oh. Star, and like,
0: they just ended that.
1: Right. Well, they. Came, the, well, that was a prequel too. Oh. And it was great. They came. They came out with one that uh, went where it was like. The, they had just discovered uh, the Stargates, and no, wasn't. Oh wait, no, 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 no. It wasn't a prequel. It was what was it? Was it a prequel? No. Anyway, they they discovered a ship. They discovered the, basically they they discovered a Stargate to a ship. Oh, to the ship that planted the Stargates on all the planets.
0: Oh, well, that's a fun plot. I yeah. like that. Yeah, and
1: then and then the, and then. And they were trying to learn how to control that ship and then and then the, the ship the ship like took the fuck off like the start they had a starter they led them to the to the ship and then the ship so
0: it went like event horizon style and just like awalt.
1: Well, no, it's because it was programmed to. Uh-huh. It was programmed to to just keep going, and every time it found a planet with, with that could possibly seed life, it would drop a Stargate.
2: Whoa! So
1: it, it it had just been going around the universe forever, and they finally found some. So no, it couldn't have been a prequel. So they finally found a Stargate like a special one oh. that went to the ship. Oh. And 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 then the people and then for some reason oh. Oh, when they first, when they activated it, that that planet was getting attacked, so they couldn't go back. So oh. so the, everyone that was on the ship was stuck on the ship, yeah. and the ship ain't never gonna stop moving.
0: Oh, you know? So
1: and they can they can always go to planets that have a gate that they're nearby, you know
0: okay but, that's fascinating uh, so
1: yeah and then and the thing the when it when it runs out of fuel it it goes through a star and fills up on fuel oh. it can just go through a star yeah it was dope and then they canceled it after like i think two seasons bring it back sci-fi is the worst fucking channel like like
0: <laughs> they're ruthless I would, it's never, on sci-fi.
1: <laughs> I would never sign i would never do make a show for that channel because they just are relentless. They will can- and then, and then and then we get a fucking Sharknado every year. We <laughs> get camp- a new
0: Sharknado yeah. with a gigantic billboard on Sunset Boulevard. Yeah.
1: Well, before I move before I lived here, I didn't understand why T why channels will cancel good shows. Mm. Or you know, shows that are getting good ratings and it's like because what it is is a lot of times, it's not always this. Yeah. But a lot of times the 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 um the the deal that the writers have Yeah gets way more expensive when you hit that second and third and fourth and fifth season. You know what I mean? Right. So even though it's a hit show, the, the network thinks it's going to cost too much to make. So they cancel it. Yeah. Or they sell it to some other network. You know,
0: there's a moment in Battlestar Galactica where the writers start playing chicken with the, uh, playing chicken with the network because they're asking, they're sending a lot of studio notes and they're asking for a lot of, uh, standalone episodes. And there's four or five episodes in the second season (laughs) that are easily, or the third season, I think it's the third season that are easily the worst pieces of television in the best, like sandwiched in the best show. (laughs) And you could, uh, they basically titled the episode studio notes. Like they were so aggressively bad. And then they were like, okay, can you let us go back to doing our jobs? And then they just go right back to it. It's very interesting. Yeah.
1: It's 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 weird. To see, that, that's another thing that makes me nervous about Hollywood, too, is because, you know, it's like every, the people with the money, you're always beholden to them in some way until you have big major clout. You know what I mean? Right. And so much of this is... It's the perfect. It's the perfect example of like those those you those college kids that with their parents were paying for them to get into these colleges, right? Because those those, it's like it's like the people here they think because they've been for been around for so long that they know it's dope,
0: and they and they deserve, and and they don't, and, and it's it like to be it, at the top like, of the pack, yeah. Right. and
1: it's like you just been around for so long because there's no way to get rid of you. Yeah, there's you're you're entrenched. That doesn't mean you're doing a great job. Yeah. You know, it it just it just means there's no one else. You've made it so no one else can do your job. So we don't know if if you're the best at it. You probably aren't, right? You know, and I mean, so so it's 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 like some of those executives and shit. They really be thinking they know what's best. They really think they do. And it's like, then what? Then why the fuck did you go get me? Why aren't you writing a TV show? Right? If you. Yeah, If you, if you so fucking hilarious, you right. know, or you, but it's like, they, you can't say that, you know, you, cause it's their money. So it's, so it's ultimately like, well, I might piss you off that you gotta mm-hmm. listen. It's like, it's their money.
0: I really, I'm going to send you a podcast recommendation. Shout out to you must remember this on slate. It's all about old Hollywood and the dynamics of that. And it's the stories of the people that
1: were like actually in it. It's you must really, remember this is what yeah, it's called. It's
0: really cool. You also have a fantastic podcast, right?
1: Um, I mean, I don't know how fantastic it is, it's but pretty it, great. It, it does exist.
0: Promote it while you're looking for that.
1: I'll send it to you. Don't even worry about it. I got you. Uh, um, no, I can because I have my podcast app. <laughs> so it's called. You, must, you must, remember must remember this. Oh shit!
0: No, you getting a call? Yeah. <laughs> That's a.
1: That's weird. Great ring, but I don't know who that is.
0: I'm probably a bill
1: collector, like a. Uh, cold caller no but google has this thing where it'll screen your calls you push screen call and it'll say hey the person you reach wants to know who the fuck this is maybe
0: that's the king of hollywood calling to give you a tv show
1: who knows well all they said was yeah
0: yeah (laughs) with all that in mind with your your history because i feel like both you and i came in to sort of la and hollywood and what we do with a whole life that existed before this how do you make decisions In the world that you're in now. That's an amazing ringtone. Okay, hold on. I'm not cutting any of this out.
1: (laughs) Hello? Who's this? Oh, what's up? Okay, cool.
0: Okay. I'll pause it.
1: Hey, what's what's up, Rach?
0: So we're back. um, What's been the most interesting thing you've learned about yourself in your journey? Oh, we were talking about decision making. How do you make decisions with all this
1: stuff? Hmm. Decisions? Yeah. Oh, what kind of decisions?
0: I don't know. Life decisions.
1: Well... You know, um, for me, I'm constantly thinking about um, about my peace of like whatever, whatever brings me the most peace of mind
2: mm-hmm.
1: is usually the decision is usually help. You know, like, because when, when I feel like when you know what your priorities are, if you think about your priorities all the time, then when you have to make a choice, the choice is easy. Mm. You know, so I'm always thinking about what's 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 most important. OK, so that I don't have to do that when I have a tough decision to make, you know.
0: You're one of the you coined a thing that I keep in the back of my head a lot which is focus on the
1: funny and everything will be okay. Yeah, even though I don't even know if that's true. <laughs> but
0: see if it's working out for you.
1: Yeah, I mean I guess what I mean by that is I mean, I made my mind I made my mind up years ago that this is what I was doing. So, all I can do is be, is try to be try to be good, and work on my stand up. Yeah, and whatever I cause whatever I get out of all this is going to be from that, right? So I don't need to, um, you know. I, I mean, I still do, but it's easier for me to talk myself out of stressing about whether somebody picked me or wants to meet me or mm-hmm. you know, because right. none, none of that matters. I mean, it matters, but it's not. It's not. It's not my self worth. It's not my value right. based on whether I got into a festival or got past store you know what i mean or something like that it's like because that's completely beyond outside of my control and most of those decisions are up to people that don't know what the fuck they're talking about anyway
0: yeah i think that's your your superpower is that you've done you've done the work before and after i ever met you but like you've done the work to to know that your self-worth is outside of this seemingly arbitrary and kind of kind of um insane system that we live in you know like you you understand that you're it just, whatever happens externally doesn't make you a good or a bad person you're already a good person
1: yeah um i don't know i don't know there's good people <laughs> you know it's
0: true. there's people
1: there's people that fight their demons and people that don't that's true you know and you can you can you can literally be the other thing in a drop of a hat
0: that's very true that's very true. Yeah. What has been the most interesting thing you've learned about yourself as you fought those demons?
1: Um, I think hmm. I've learned that I'm not over. I've learned that sometimes there's no there's no cure for what ails you, you know? Yeah. S- sometimes you have to l- manage it. You have to learn how to deal with it rather than looking for something to solve it. You know, because that thing doesn't exist. It's just a part of you, of who you are. You know, it's like trying to, yeah. You know, it's like trying to, uh, you know, trying to un, trying to t- unmix the, the batter. You know, it's like you already, mm. you already put that shit in. It's in there. You know, and so yeah, you have to accept my. F- I've, I've just learned to accept my flaws. It, it, first, you have to learn to admit them. Right. And then you got to learn to accept them. Then you got to learn to deal with them because they're not going to go away. Right. You know, it's like that's, it, 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 I think for like the sooner I, the, 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 you know, cause like I know, I know like I have an issue um, with intimacy. I have an issue being close to people,
2: mm.
1: you know? And, and, but the, it's, it's this weird thing because I, I don't know, I think a lot of foster children do this or former foster youth do this where they, where it's like you want, actually, I think a lot of people do this with whatever their problem is. It's like you want the thing, you want the thing that, will soothe you but you're so used to being in the opposite condition that when you get close to it is you're it's uncomfortable you know oh, so yeah. you push it away so it's like you want you want to, i want to be close to people yeah but as i get closer to people i'm not used to, i'm just I'm, I'm just i don't i am like it <laughs> you know right and then most most people are shit so it's like most people make it easy <laughs> <laughs> and to to be like fuck off you know but but it's like i try not i'm trying i try so long to like not do that to, yeah you know but then i that but then i ended up like leaving people in my life that weren't worth the investment you know yeah so now maybe i'm swung too far the other way but now i'm quick to cut a motherfucker off
0: well um, i think you know i think having boundaries is important i think knowing like what what you want to bring into your life. I understand that. I understand that. There's definitely a lot of big changes I've had to make, especially because I was pretty naive in certain ways when I first started doing stand up. and I've had to like realign a lot of boundaries and some of those friendships didn't survive and that's fine because the boundaries are what's important. But a lot of it had to do with, and also struggling last year, I had to kind of surrender to the fact that like, my anxiety disorder was getting worse and mm. everything I was doing was not making it any better. The yeah. exercise, the diet, there was no way I could like work my way around it. I finally had to like see a doctor. And, um, and so I understand that. It's like accepting the like, accepting that like, okay, this isn't, and it's not even a flaw. You know what I mean? It's just a part of my brain that's a little out of control sometimes. Yeah. But it also makes me an interesting thinker. You know, some of the funniest, some, there are some really funny thoughts that come out of that part of my brain. You know, I don't act on them because I know what they are, but I might say them on stage because they're very funny.
1: I get, I've, uh, I've also learned to keep my cool. Like I keep my cool very well. Yeah, you Um, do. I don't really, I don't very rarely do I lose my composure, but that's, but that was, that's learned. I was, I've, uh. Because cause during most of the time that I've been a comic, I've been a, door, a doorman or a security or a bouncer or whatever you want
0: to call it. Right. Think. And your co-workers are comedians and...
1: Mm, no. No. Um. Well, let me for for three or four years, I was at a comedy club in San Diego. And then for the last year and a half or two years, um, I was at an Irish pub. <laughs> we in a bar slash doorman. And I've just learned that most of the time, if you just keep if you keep calm... That's more disarming than you mean scary. That's true. You know, then you trying to like yell and scream and puff up and escalate. That's true. Um, um,
0: I find that with my little customer service gig a lot. People be really, really escalated and I'll yeah. just go. Okay. Also, like
1: if you keep a slapjack in your back pocket, it also helps you keep calm.
0: <laughs> you know? Great. Amazing. What's one thing about how do you experience fear and anxiety?
1: What do you mean? How do I experience it?
0: Like, what's your experience of it? Like, do you either what brings it up, or how do you deal with it? Or is this a checklist? It's twelve questions. It's always the same twelve
1: questions. Oh, it is. Oh, mm-hmm. I was like, how you fuck you know them by heart? I don't see you with no piece of paper. I've
0: been doing this for for like three years. Okay. I know these questions better than a lot of things.
1: <laughs> how do I experience anxiety? Mm-hmm. Um, mm, a lot of it is me having a. Uh, very briefly, okay. Because um, a lot of it is the only things that I can that cause me the most anxiety are when I don't know what to do or when there isn't an an, an answer that makes sense. Mm,
0: mm-hmm.
1: You know, things that don't make sense get under my skin. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. You
0: and I both have a similar low tolerance for a certain type <laughs> of bullshit that comes out of people. When people mm-hmm. stop making sense, you're like, okay, you're not making sense.
1: Yeah, because that means you lying.
0: You're trying to get over on me. Yeah, you either, you lied, out of here.
1: either lying or you don't know what you're talking about.
0: Exactly. And either way, yeah. probably should close your mouth.
1: Yeah. I learned that from Judge Judy. Right? Mm-hmm. She's truly the best. I watched a lot of Judge Judy growing up. Really? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Judge Judy and all my children. I remember my, my stepmom first got a, uh, when she first got a job, um, first got a job. <laughs> that makes it sound so bad. Um, but I remember when she first decided like she needed to start making her own money, you know? Right. She, and she was, so she started, so, so, but for like the longest time, we were, we were, she was always home. So she was, you know, I don't know what she did when we were school, but obviously she watched soap operas.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And, uh, and I remember when she first started going back to work, she, uh, she, I don't know if our VCR broke or what the fuck it was, but she, but she made us watch uh, all my children for her and tell her what happened. And she made all three of, she wanted all three of us to, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she wanted all three of us to watch it, you know, so she could get the whole story. Like she would have us all tell her a story. And it's just because you know kids forget shit and mix shit up. And,
0: yeah. So she would just
1: piece the, piece it all together from the three uh, three different accounts of it.
0: That's a really yeah. powerful storytelling like skill. That's that's when, fascinating.
1: Yeah. Well, that's when I got obsessed with revenge. <laughs> I love I love revenge, and I'm I'm serious. I'll never forget it. It was the season. It was the season where the I forget the the, the actor's name, but I'm sure he won an award because he was playing two people. He was playing himself he was playing himself and his twin brother and his twin brother was like this blithering idiot like kind of slow and he, and he was like this this like Donald Trump type like millionaire ruthless, okay. ruthless um type dude so it was like and and, and it was com- like like you, it was convincing that it was two people. You know, even though they yeah. they, they looked the same, but their their his ma- the man the, the mannerisms and shit was so on point that that you would, I forget what the the uh, he was it, Oh, it was Adam and Stewart. Yes, yeah, Stuart Stewart was the was the slow brother. And they were twins. Stuart was the slow brother and Adam's wife was Gloria. Now, I'm sure I don't even think all oh, my children's on the air anymore. But I, think I it is. but I remember this season. No, nah, I don't think so. No. Really? Yeah. But I remember this season specifically and it was Adam and it was Gloria and somebody had faked their death. I forget what it what it was, but uh but yeah, this he he acted the shit out these people. I'm surprised he didn't get into no movies or anything after that. <laughs>
0: He was given he was given oscar-winning performance for a daytime emmy uh,
1: right. well yeah because, because you know what it is because there's some you know why it's because there's some fucking dinosaur executive out here that goes by some conventional wisdom that's 30 years old that's like well you can't go from daytime to the big screen blah, 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 right? because blah. they used to they used to say that about the other way around like you can't go from the movies to tv
0: and now people are doing it all the time, right? Then, and making
1: yeah. tons of then money. Matthew McConaughey made True Detective. People like, well, hold the fuck up now. Let's right not be too hasty. HBO, <laughs> HBO killing it.
0: Killing it. Killing it. You and you and Stewart—not show Stewart, but my
1: stewart should talk because
0: he'll watch anything on
1: HBO. Yeah, well, I think you H- can H- watch Girls. HBO has consistently, first of all. What I love about HBO is that they they moved into the digital age smoothly. Right. I mean, not not that their app their app could be a little better. Yeah, um, their web player could be a little better. It's 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 a little bare bones. Um, maybe they need to put out a couple customer surveys or something. But when, <laughs> but when it comes to content, they have they they put out shit with the highest production value. Mm-hmm. They were the first ones to go oh, our fans don't give a fuck about DirecTV. What if we just sell it to them? For, they'll mm-hmm. pay for it. It's like, yeah, I'll pay for it. I would pay $20 a month for HBO. I, mm-hmm. think, I think I pay 15 Yeah. And I cancel Netflix. Yeah. Yeah, I cancel Netflix. And the only reason I have Amazon Prime is just because I get... I think shipping. It, no. I, well, it comes with all the videos that I can not get. It comes with a lot of videos and shows and stuff, but also the shipping, but also I'm pretty sure... I get an audible credit too, mm-hmm. which I pay for anyway. So, yeah. anyway, um, yeah, HBO's killing it, and 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 they when they not only do they make shit with high production value, but then they market the fuck out of it. Mm-hmm. Even the shit they make that ain't good. Yeah, they make sure everybody knows it. Like a lot of other people, a lot of other networks will fucking make some dope shit and then hide it, like or or like right. make it make every effort so that you can't get to it. You know. Right is like the internet is undefeated but that's that's what some of these companies don't realize it's like because they ain't grow up on internet right the internet is undefeated you can't stop free no matter what the fuck you make it's out there for free if you if you put it out there it's out there for free stop making me come to your website and and tell you who my fucking cable provider is so i can watch a, a show like just give it away for free put some commercials in that motherfucker yeah or 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 charge five dollars a month or 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 whatever it is but stop but that whole like oh do you you got to have comcast to watch this comedy central shows like that's bullshit right that is going to be the death of these networks it's like they keep trying to they keep trying to make money the old way and the new way instead of just embracing the 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 new new way way. yeah it is it reminds me of like um of like 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 what oil companies are doing. Yeah. Where it's like eventually the day is coming where it ain't going to be no more motherfucking oil in the ground. And you're trying and they're trying to make they're trying to control the solar, they're trying to control like the renew <laughs> renewable energy. Right. They're trying to tiptoe into that and still be an oil company. Yeah. When you can't and you can't promote one without right. the, without the other. So it's like you you got to fucking make a choice, man. Yeah. Yeah, just make it. It's, yeah. but you know, anyway, I I again I'm very new to the Hollywood thing, me so too? so that's just what it looked like to me from the outside. I'm not on the inside, <laughs> but from the outside, it looks ridiculous. Yeah, i I agree. What's the next question? What's the next? You're like, I'm
0: ready. I'm ready for the next one. Um, I do want to. Have you watched The Price of Everything on HBO yet? The
1: Price of Everything. No, but never mind, that's it's an my art grandma.
0: documentary. It's really good.
1: Something my grandma used to say. People, everybody know the. What is it? Everybody know the price of everything and the cost of nothing. Yeah, like yeah. I think so.
0: That sounds like a good grandma thing to say. Or maybe
1: there was the value or nothing. I don't know.
0: What's one thing about yourself you would change?
1: The one thing about my like what do you mean? Like my physical or my mental or what?
0: Um in the program we would call it like a character defect. Like what's a thing you're working on? Oh, to I would get just better. Be, I
1: would just be way, way, way funnier. <laughs>
0: You don't need to do that. You're already way, way, way funny.
1: No, 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 no. You don't understand. If I could change anything about myself, I would make it so that every single thought I had was hilarious and perfect and didn't need to be worked out.
0: But would that make you a human being or would that make you some sort of comedy robot?
1: Oh fuck you! Um, <laughs> yeah, I guess you right. I mean, and plus, that's the answer I'm giving on the spot. But but um, but the things that I sit around wishing were different.
2: Yeah.
1: Um. Um. I think I wish that I was just better at connecting with people. Yeah. yeah. It's hard. I just don't want to. Like, <laughs> no, it's not. It's not that I don't want to. I just, it's just not worth what I. It's it's like I like I said earlier. I'm just so used to not dealing with it that. Yeah. I just can't get past that point where I'm not willing to be as vulnerable as is required to have. And it's not that I don't have any meaningful relationships, but it's just it's real hard. Most most of the people, most of my meaningful relationships and friendships are just people that haven't quit yet. You know what I mean? It's like people that are like, I'm sticking around you know what i mean but it's like i make very little effort in my friendships not that i'm not there for you like if you call yeah. me if you like if you reach out to me and need something or need to have a, a a conversation i'm always down to have a conversation
0: when i was sick you were one of the few comics that hit me up consistently when i had to stop being around as much as i was you would hit me up and you would call and see yeah, how yeah. i was doing well that was
1: me trying to make, making an effort you know because like, yeah. like i said it's like i'm not like i'm not emotionally crippled you know or I'm a, or, or completely devoid of... You're not without empathy. Right. I, ha- I have plenty of empathy. I'm just... Um, I'm just weary. I'm just... You know, I'm out oh. of... Uh, it's like I can't take another L, so I just don't put myself in that position, you know? I've been let down and heartbroken... And Betrayed so many times not that I haven't done some of those things myself But uh, but I just don't have it. I don't have it left.
0: Is it just with friendship or is it also with romance both both? Yeah, yeah,
1: I could do without either. I mean, but to be honest, I mean I have some great friends I, I probably wouldn't even well I definitely wouldn't be uh, anywhere near where I am without some of my friends, but uh,
0: and you are a good friend. My experience of you is that you're a good friend.
1: Yeah, I try to be. But at the same time it's like I don't need no new ones. You know.
0: <laughs> you're not holding auditions. No. Nah. <laughs> <Nah.
1: laughs> I mean, if, if it happens organically it, it happens, but it's like it's like pulling teeth. It's like people are like why you never hang out with me? It's like it's not just you.
0: Well, we have a lot of. There's a lot of people in our field, uh, just a lot of people in general. And then there's a lot of super needy people. And then there's some kind of manipulative people. And then there's some kind of like we have every kind of people, and we have them in abundance. And that intensity can be really exhausting.
1: Well, and not not just that, but it's like, but you have you have people in abundance, and you and, and and also what's was not unique to comedy, but was very. Um, was very intense in the comedy community is is, or prevalent. That's the word I was looking for. It was very prevalent. was prevalent in the comedy community is is that there are people that you see a lot that you aren't friends with, but they yes. but they think you're friends. Like it's like
0: they it's, think that the because you see each other and you're right. not mean to each other, you don't ignore each other, therefore you're friends.
1: Exactly. It's like it's right. like it's like people at your job thinking you friends. Right. When it, when it's like motherfucker, if we if either one of us got fired, I would never talk to you again.
0: <laughs>
2: right?
1: You know, it's like so. It's like that's not friends to me. Friends is right. friends is thick and thin. You know, it's mm-hmm. like well, I mean, I guess there, there's levels to friendship, but but it's like, um, and I, um, I just don't trust people. That's really what it boils down to. And it's like, and I don't need, I don't need friends and romance to the point where I'm willing to like risk my emotional and and. uh and uh, mental stability, you know,
0: it changes the game
1: because I'm just not willing to be that vulnerable. There's a lot. You got to be vulnerable to be in any kind of relationship or mm-hmm. friendship, you know. So it's like and I'm just not I don't have it
0: in in my own romantic relationship. I realized we were both coming into it very, very self-sufficient and pretty like emotionally contained or at least like we had our support systems. And then you end up in a relationship and you have to redefine all of that. And that's a lot of work. It's a lot of work. Yeah. And And you don't sometimes sometimes I ask myself, I look over and I'm like, Is this worth it? (laughs) And then I'm like, Yeah, it's worth it. Yeah. 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 You but like I think it would be crazy if I didn't if I didn't recognize that like there was some sort of like there was sort of a freight train element to the way I was living my life prior to being in a relationship.
1: Yeah. Relationships make you
0: slow down a little bit.
1: Love is dope. Love Love is dope. Love is dope, but love but to me that It's like I make a distinction between love and relationships. Love is dope. Relationships suck. You know, (laughs) love is love is money. Relationship is work is a job. It's like you you have to go to the job to get the money, which is having money is awesome. You know, so you have to be in the relationship to get the love. But that but the relationship sucks and the love is awesome. Yeah. You know, but sometimes the suck starts outweighing the love and sometimes the love disappears. Yeah. it's like, I just don't even fuck with you, like, or you, or sometimes that person will do some shit to make you question whether it was ever really love in the first place. You know, where you mm-hmm. like, how the fuck could you do that? <laughs> you know, so right. I've, so I've and I've seen so much. I've seen so much f- fucked up shit happen to people, relationship wise. You know. Yeah. It's just because most relations, most, most to me, most relationships are bullshit. Like the vast majority of them, yeah. And people are, and no one's ever willing to admit that till they' are out of it. True. You know.
0: True. I think that, but I do think if two people are willing to grow, I think that's a powerful. It's a powerful thing. You know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. sometimes people want to get in relationships, and where the bullshit comes out is they want to stay the way it was. Yeah. There's a lot of like, you used to do this and you used to do that. And it's like, that was two years ago or that was however long ago. And now we do this because and, we're growing out
1: and here. I, and I think too, I think too, a lot of people have a lot of people's idea of a relationship is st- like some cookie cutter shit they seen on TV. Like, yeah, they think the it's, growing it's,
0: pains generation. Right, they yeah. think
1: that, and so they think your relationship. It's like it's it's almost like they're playing relationship. You know, like, it was like it's like it's like some some people want to play house. Right. It's like they they're like, wait a minute, we're supposed to. What the fuck you mean supposed to? We're right. we're our own people. We can do whatever we want. We don't. Right. We're, there's not some. There's not some supposed to. You know. So so. I think it's just like how like a lot of a lot of mostly women, how like they want to get married more than they want to be married. Like they want to have a wedding more than they want to be married. They're not. Yes. You know what I mean?
0: And that's how I've never there is. I. okay listen, I I do enjoy going to other people's weddings. I like food. I like dancing.
1: That's the reception. That's not the wedding. The wedding is bullshit.
0: Exactly. I actually I kind of like I've never been the kind of woman who's like inclined to have a wedding. Ever. I've never okay. you know how girls think about like, oh, I want to wear like a wedding dress and da, da. never had those thoughts in my life.
1: Yeah, I'm never like, in you, my life. Cause and if you if you really gave a fuck about your friends, you'll go to the Justice of the Peace and put all that money into a buffet or something, like a Get
0: ro- a dope taco truck, Yeah. hire a really good like DJ or get a band to come nah, out. Fuck and a and taco just party. truck.
1: You can get you could you could you could probably roast two pigs in the ground. Oh, <sighs> Actually, actually, you could, fuck. You could have a whole you because <laughs> somebody you because like what you spending ten grand on a wedding minimum. Yeah. So it was like if you imagine if you just went to the Justice of the Peace, what's that two three hundred dollars because you got to go yeah. there anyway. Gotta so you go there and then and you take and spend ten grand on a party. Yeah. If you really cared about your friends, or even look, fuck, spend five, spend spend two grand on a party and save the eight grand for your down payment on your house or something. Yeah, we'll go travel. Go somewhere you've yeah, never been. Travel, actually. See, I'm a, I'm a believer that you should probably travel before you get married.
0: See, I haven't done it. I didn't do a ton of traveling up until comedy. I lived in a lot of fear yeah. around traveling, and like now I'm like I'm going to Canada for the first time. I'm like I'm gonna go to Canada. Yeah. See, I'm gonna go to Vancouver. I, th- I
1: think if you go to another country together and you like for a long like if you yeah. could, like say you go backpacking across oh, Asia yeah. or Europe or something, if you could make it through through one of them long ass trips because all everything's gonna go wrong all sorts of you're gonna have all sorts of issues <laughs> she's gonna be yeah. late somebody gonna get diarrhea right. like you're gonna you know you're you gonna lose a passport right. or your wallet it's like if you can make it through all that, you're gonna and, get the super period right. that's and, what happens oh, yeah. to me i then get you the, come home and then uh-huh. you then you'll know you'll know what how you're gonna work on other problems you know what i mean yeah because because sometimes like you don't get mad enough where you're like i'm about, about to leave this motherfucker in europe you know <laughs>
0: The first time Stuart and I traveled together to like do comedy together, he, it didn't go, it was fine, but he definitely like, we had some, he ended up apologizing to me. He was like, you were really trying to make it a special experience. I bought it like a, I got a skydiving trip. I I was like, let's do this. And where'd y'all go? uh, Just Arizona. We were just doing little gigs in Arizona. And while I was out there, I was like, I'll get a cheap skydiving experience. And like on a day we didn't have gigs, we went and skydived.
1: It was, it was great. And he didn't want to do that?
0: No, he got really, really nervous. It was a control thing, I think. Anyway, like six months later, he totally apologized. He was like, I did not do that right. And then recently, we just did like a week in Portland together. And he was like, how do I make, I want to make amends for that time when you tried to make it really special. How do I make it really special for you? And Y'all are so gay. I know, we're gross. And you know what? It was great. And I realized I was like, we travel together really well. Mm. Like we, the only thing is like, he was a little cranky with in the airport cause he had to be wheeled around cause of his bum leg. Oh, is that still hurting? Uh, it was better, it's better now, but you know, he's doing the physical therapy, but at the time it was like, even before the physical therapy could even start. So he was still on a cane and stuff. And um, so he had to be wheeled through the airport. He'd get a little crabby then, but in general it was totally fine. And like it, but what I realized is the key for me is to get up in the morning and to go do something by myself. So I would get up in the morning and I would get us both coffee and tea and come back and like it worked. It was just all about like figuring out like self-regulation like
1: you know <laughs> You know something in my last relationship you know what was really what was really special for me was to be left alone. Yeah. But some people don't take that well. No, you know what I mean. It was like, what would make it special for you if you would leave me the fuck alone, just all day, (laughs) or just most of the day? Just give me, (laughs) give me some alone time.
0: Sometimes I have to. Sometimes I'll look at him and I'll say, "Babe, why don't you go on the road so I can miss you? Mm -mm. Like, go, go book some gigs. I want to miss you. (laughs) Like, I want to miss you. Like, like, there's something nice about I'm I'm an only child and I come from a lot of chaos and trauma too. And sometimes I like to sleep by myself. Like, sometimes I just like to. I value my alone time. Like, if these two guys are out of, like, if Stuart and Luke are out of the, out out doing gigs or spending, and they're alone, like, I'm get a whole weekend alone in this house, I never leave. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'm the same. Go away. Sometimes I'll call my friends and be like, hey. This is literally what happened. They were gone for a week, both of them. And I would call my program friend and he'd be like, I'd be like, you know what time it is? He'd be like, what? I'd be like, it's 1030. I've done my gigs. I'm at home. I'm in pajamas. It's 1030. And he'd be like, good for you. Mm. <laughs> and like just celebrate being alone.
1: Yeah, being alone is dope.
0: It's, it's nice. Well, because it's recharge time. Right. For me, I'm an extrovert and an empath. So I have to recharge, but I love being around people. So I have to balance it. I have to be super smart about it.
1: I, I don't know if I'm. A, I don't know if I'm either one of those things. I mean, I'm definitely something. Um, I mean, I, I like being alone. I mean, I don't mind being around people. I do have to like remind myself to do that though. Sometimes it's important because I mean, being because being alone is dope. But it's and it's but it's like one of the things where like too much of it isn't good for you.
0: No. You yeah.
1: Because you, you can go from oh I need to be alone to recharge and then next thing you know it's been three days and you haven't showered and you're like oh (laughs) i'm not alone i'm depressed and then you gotta dig out of that hole
0: and you've battled a lot with depression
1: yeah i still do yeah
0: what do you like and we'll get to that we'll get to that what what's your experience of forgiveness you said you love revenge what's
1: your experience of forgiveness um oh no man It, it it it's very because because i start with understanding yeah like i try to understand because like i said i've made a lot of mistakes in my life so i try to understand people you know um i try to understand where you're coming from or how you might have made a mistake but but most of it comes to whether you whether you are remorseful you know right Or i mean whether it's genuine you know right because because if you try to play me i'm not going to forgive you you know it's like if I feel like, cause it's like, it, cause, it, cause it's like, it's, it, it's like, it's different. Like, if you did something in the spur of the moment,
0: hmm. a crime of passion,
1: right? Or, 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 or anything. It, yeah, it's like if you did something in the spur of the moment or out of desperation or something like that. I, and I can understand that. Then yeah, I can forgive you. Mm-hmm. But if you like plotted and schemed and planned and and fucked me over, uh, no, no, you, you, because you're, you're not, you. That's not real empathy. You just a sociopath. Like you know how to look. You know how to like act remorseful, right. but you ain't really remorseful. What's
0: the difference between first degree and second degree murder? First degree is I planned it, second degree is it happened.
1: Um, no, no, well, it happened is manslaughter. Oh, manslaughter, yeah, yeah. Manslaughter is like when you didn't like you kill somebody, like you didn't intend to kill nobody, yeah, but you still intended to harm them and you were so you were reckless enough that it could have killed them
0: it'd be like if somebody tried to hurt my cat and then it was like suddenly i'm i'm beatrix
1: kiddo from kill bill no 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 that because that would be that's that's second degree murder that's second degree murder manslaughter would be like if if somebody tried to hurt your cat and you like get the fuck out of my house and pushed them out the door Uh, and they fell and hit their head and and uh, and had a stroke and died it's like you wasn't you didn't intend to kill them yeah. But what but you did intend to harm them and that harm caused them to die. Got it. Or
0: um You really did watch Judge and Judy, then, Judy a
1: lot. Um, well Judge never Judge Judy never did no murder shit. <laughs> um, but then you you um uh, but then second degree murder is like you intended to kill them. Yeah. But it wasn't premeditated. Like, you know, you got to a heated argument. You know, and you just and you, and you just pulled out a gun and shot him.
0: And you were like, "That's a wrap."
1: Or yeah, or you took, or you beat him in the head with a baseball bat. Oof. You know, and then first degree murder is like you basically a hitman. Yeah. Or, something. or you set somebody up, or you've been slowly poisoning them over years. Yeah. Yeah, because see, it's, it, for me, it's just like it just depends on what category of human I put you in. Like I have, I have, I have, I have three buckets in my head, and it's like there's people that I don't care either way. There, there, there are like good, genuine, soul hum, humans, yeah. and then there's fucking scumbag pieces of shit that like don't deserve sympathy or empathy. And if I once you in that scumbucket, um, I don't care what happens to you, and I don't want your, I don't want your fucking apologies. I don't mm-hmm. got, I don't got no apologies for. I don't got no sympathy for you, no, no uh, forgiveness, none of that. It's like, so it's like, yeah, if I believe you're evil. I can I I just can't. In fact, I might actively wish bad things on you.
0: Okay. So you struggle you know. with forgiveness in that category.
1: Yeah, because I did cause because there's certain shit that you that you do with you where it's like I it's I can't believe that your sorry means anything.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, it's like if you if you plot and scheme, you know, or you like you one of those people that you like you steal money from old ladies, like you or you you right. you run con schemes or you fucking uh you fucking sell you know, little girls into slavery and shit like that. Like you ain't what you would what, what you apologize for, right? You literally been doing you. You know, it's like it ain't like you. You got caught up, yeah. Or, or maybe you did. I don't know. Maybe maybe you did. But it's like if you if you the mastermind behind some kind of you know, or, or like you let some you let some product go out and you know it's poison and it killed ten people's kids or something. It's Like, right. it's like I don't forgive you. Nah.
0: Hmm. What is your the weirdest apology you've ever made
1: the weirdest apology I've ever made mm-hmm. oh man I don't know if there any of them ever been weird
0: or like difficult um, ones or
1: difficult let me see um,
0: interesting ones
1: weirdest thing I've ever apologized for um, I don't know weirdest thing nothing strange um oh, I, I definitely apologize to my apologize to my dad even though it's still debate I begrudgingly um, but uh, I don't
0: know why was it begrudging
1: um just because it was like it uh, when like when I my the second time I ended up in foster care it, it was because you know through various events he it ended up just being he and I living together
2: mm. his
1: his uh his other two kids was with my stepmom with their mother and uh, and they I don't know if they were divorced yet, but they were split up, and it was just me, he and I because I was his biological kid, not hers, right? So, but uh, <laughs> but he used to work all the time. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, oh, my, that's one thing I'll never say bad about my dad. Like, he ain't a lazy motherfucker. You know, what yeah. I mean? he he would work. He would work four or five jobs if he had to. Um, but I think that's mostly because he loved pussy. <laughs> he loves pussy and money. But he so but he. Um, So like when I, like he would work from, he would work from eight, from, uh, you know, he would basically, he would get home from work right when I was leaving for school okay at 8 a.m. or something like that. And then he would leave for work right before I got home.
0: So you never saw him?
1: Hardly ever. Hardly ever saw him. Like I would see him for maybe like 30 minutes at a time, maybe How old were you? I was, I don't know, 12 or 13. Oh
0: my gosh.
1: And he, and anyways, so I remember one time. I don't know what the fuck it was, but I remember I remember realizing because because when it was all of us, because it was the same house we all lived in, yeah, at, at at one point, and and I remember um remember one day discovering that he had a lock on his door on his room door and. When all, when all of us lived there, he never locked the door. So, it, so it, was, it was like it was it was clearly that he was sending the message to me. It was a trust issue that he didn't trust me, which told me I don't I don't trust him. So I'm like, now what's on the other side of this door? You right, know what I mean?
2: Right.
1: And it was nothing. And I and I and uh and and so um I've obviously I figured out how to get in the room, and and I remember finding this uh this big ass giant tub of chocolates. <laughs> it was it was huge and and it and, and the 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 top of it was shrink was shrink sealed. Whoa. And um but I I figured out how to screw the top and the plastic together so I could take it the whole thing off Whoa. and take chocolates out and put it back on and it would still look like it was sealed up. But of course it's like for some some reason like your dumb kid brain <laughs> thinks that it's, it's so much easy to convince yourself of your own bullshit. Right. right. And, and you know, and of course, if I had been if I had just taken three or four chocolates. Yeah. It would be nothing. But I but I every day I convince myself, eh, you know, because you know what it is, is I didn't realize my father ain't looking at this every day right he's gonna he he he's looking at it you know he like noticed it once a week so to him it's so to me even though me just taking one chocolate every day was a gradual change that looked the same But to him to him he yeah so that's what happened one day he looked at that motherfucker and was like what the fuck I, and, I, and i think he just he's he suspected but he didn't know so then what, what happened is i I noticed that when I whenever when I would break into the room he had put he he had put a little piece of paper oh. up up in the top of the door to see it, to see if it fell when he came so basically like if it didn't fall when he came home he knew that it was on the other side of the door oh. you know what I mean cuz it it wasn't like a it wasn't like a little piece of paper it was, like, it was like a heavy one that would make a sound when it hit the ground you know so if he didn't hear it fall when he came in he knew that right. I had been in his room right but by I, the way
0: this is also like very 80s parent fucking
1: bullshit oh yeah describing
0: my parents did the exact same kind of crazy shit where it was like no i want my space and it's like you haven't been present for this whole process fuck
1: you i'm (laughs) looting this room right well it was just it was just one of them things you know what it is is like because i'm like my dad isn't my dad isn't a bad person yeah but he just wasn't he wasn't like being being a dad wasn't his thing Yeah. You know what I mean? It was like he just wasn't because he wasn't he wasn't uh, he wasn't like particularly abusive or any of that stuff. He was just not concerned with me at all you know it was right it was just like here's food lee don't do anything to make me have to leave work (laughs) you know and and, and, right don't get
0: me in trouble
1: (laughs) yeah and, and the thing is when it was just when it was just me when it was me him and my stepmom and my brothers and sister there it was like i realized it was like i didn't notice how little he yeah. Was concerned about me. You didn't realize the vacuum until that. Right. Because yeah. so, so it was, it was like when it was just he, me, me and him, it was like I, some, some some part of me, I don't know where my little ego came from, but some part of me took offense to it. I was just yeah. like, like, I, I like, did that too. I'm telling yeah, you, it my like, parents how,
0: divorced yeah. at about that age. And like, I remember
1: How dare, how dare, how how you, dare you, like, <laughs> lock a door <laughs> as if I'm going to steal something from you.
2: Exactly. We don't, the shit. we don't
1: even have shit to steal. <laughs> <laughs> and and so the thing is I don't I don't think he realized that like the the locking of the door is yes. what is what
0: it's the rejection.
1: Right, exactly. It's
0: the physical rejection. Right. It's
1: like how dare yes. you how dare you not be yes. here 99% of the time and then still say fuck you from 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 like away from me. Exactly. You know, from a distance. So that's what it was. And anyway, one day he came home and you know, it just—it was just clear to him that I had taken some of these chocolates. You know what I mean? <laughs> and and I remember, and because because that's a, that's that's the thing too is every once in the blue moon he would just pop up at a time that he normally would wouldn't come home. Mm-hmm. You know, every once in the blue moon because normally he was gone. Like I said, he would go to work when I when I went to school and come home. Yeah, I mean, I mean, he would come home when I went to school and go to work right before I came home. Right. But every once in the blue moon he would just pop up like. You know, a few hours after I got home, or something like that. You know what I mean? So this one night he just popped up because he would try to catch me doing something. You know, or he yeah. It's you know, and this one night he just popped up, and that's another thing. I wasn't allowed to go outside. You know, not that I ne- not that I never did, but I w- I wasn't allowed to go outside. I wasn't allowed to have Whoa. company. Right. So it was like not, you were
0: just alone.
1: I was just alone all the time. Yeah. And well, I wasn't when it was all of us standing there. It was it was me and my brother and yeah. sister, and we were alone all the time. You know, and every now and then we would go outside and get caught or get in trouble, but it was like a big deal. Anyway, so one time he just popped up and I'm, and and he, and he comes out of his room with the jar, and I remember sitting there eating eating his TV dinner, and I remember him saying, "I forget what he asked me, but it was like, you know what happened to these chocolates or something like that." And I was like, <laughs> "I was like, nah." And he he was like, "You think I'm fucking stupid?" <laughs> and I don't know what my response was, but it was something smart ass like you know, if the shoe fits or something like that. Yeah. And I don't know why the fuck I said that because doesn't look my dad was, he, he came up boxing, you know what I mean? So it was like, mm-hmm. like he was legendary in our family and in the, in the street in the, in the neighborhood he grew up in, his hands was, was, was legendary status. Now I've never seen a nigga fight nobody, but everybody was afraid to fight him, you know? My so was dad like, was the same. But he way. was, he was, he was skinny. He was tall, skinny. And the, and he, he spanked me before. Right. But, but, it was something about the way i brushed him off because it because it was it wasn't just what i said it was the way i said it like
0: yeah
1: i, I like basically my body language was nigga who the fuck are you yeah. you know what i mean i
0: mean the a tv dinner. you're gonna come over here and try to dad me right now get right, out of here right and
1: and, <laughs> and he he took such a huge offense to that yes and I, I don't know what, I don't remember what the next thing that happened, but I remember being yoked up against the wall. He was strong as a motherfucker. Like, yeah. I couldn't believe it. He was so strong, like so much stronger than me. And, and, and I wouldn't have guessed that at all, at, at, you know, at 13. Of course, he was way stronger than me, but, but it was just like, he was way stronger than he should still. He was way stronger than he should have been yeah. at his size, but he was just all muscle, just right. Yeah, cause he he had me cause you he know, had you, fight muscle. You never see nobody. No, he had me up against the wall by my neck with one hand. You know what I mean? And you, that's hard to do. That's hard for me to do now with mm-hmm. you know. But and he and it was just straight from the ground to the wall. There wasn't no struggle.
0: No, <laughs> just what the. F-
1: yeah, and, and, and as a matter of fact, it was from the chair. So the, it, it So there was furniture in the way. Oh yeah, that furniture yeah. moved. He he grabbed me from behind the chair by my neck. And picked and pick me all... So my feet never mm-hmm. touched the floor. I went from the chair all the way all the way to, like, maybe 10 feet and up against the wall. You yeah. Know I mean? and, and, and he was like, fuck, you say, whoa, 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 whoa. But me, but see, I've always... I was, like, defiant as fuck. You know what I mean? Because so, uh-huh. my attitude was always like, oh, it don't matter if you... It don't matter if you beat me up, if you beat me uh-huh. right now, because if you... As long as you don't kill me, I'm gonna get you, motherfucker. That's right. always been, like I told you, revenge. Yep. And so, <laughs> and so th- that's what it was. He, he got, he got, he 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 screamed at me, and I got, and I think he he was afraid he was gonna hurt me. Yeah. Because he was so angry. Yeah. So he just threw me in my room and closed the door. I was like, don't you come out of their fucking room? And I said, don't you go to sleep tonight, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and that's when the cops came. So he called the cops, and that's when i That's that's when I went into foster care that night Whoa. for the second time. So so I I had been I had been in foster care from like the age of five to like eleven, Whoa. and then he came and got me out of foster care, and then I went back into foster care again at twelve or thirteen.
0: I had a very similar situation. And I, my parents did not, I think my grandma, somebody stepped in to stop my parents from calling the police. Cause what happened was same thing. Got an argument with my dad, defiant as fuck. He threw me against a wall with like one hand. My stepmom said she had never seen another person, including her ex-husband ever not be afraid of my dad other than me. I would just stare at him straight in the face, like, you're not fucking intimidating me. Meanwhile, on the inside, I'm like, this is terrifying. But on the outside, I was just like, fuck you, buddy. Throws me in my room, and instead of yelling, I'ma get you, motherfucker, I waited, and I put laundry soap in their coffee creamer. Mm. And I sent them all to
1: the hospital. They all went to the hospital? (laughs) Hell yeah! They
0: kept shitting themselves.
1: Did they? Did they ever figure out why? Yeah. How they know they? Do blood they
0: blood. found like residue. I like put some in the cups and stuff. I want to really because your twelve year old brain. You're like I want to make sure that they really yeah. get them.
1: I'm Dennis the Menace. That's what I'm,
0: da- I'm Dennis the Menace. has. <laughs> yeah. And that's uh, crazy, man. I'm sorry. I'm sorry you ended up in the foster care system over chocolate. Like, you were being a kid. Yeah. That's well, what kids it w- do. It wasn't really
1: over chocolate. It was more, it was way more to it to the story. It's a that.
0: defiance thing.
1: Well, I don't think my dad, I don't think he really, I don't think he wanted me to be, I don't think he wanted to have me as his son. I think he, Yeah. my fo- my stepmom is the one that made him go get me out of foster care because she was like, your, your, all your kids should be together, you know? Yeah. And then, so he made her go get me and then- and then she left him because of me. Well, not because of me actually, but the the a fight me and her got into s- started a fight between them that like brought all the all the bullshit they had been not talking about for years oh. to the surface. and so you know, so me and you know, it was like me and her got into a fight. I left, went moving went back, yeah. living with family members and shit. And then they split up, and then I moved back in with him. So it was yeah. like, in all that, you know, and it was like, I think maybe, and, so, and maybe, I think he maybe resented me for that. I don't know what it was.
0: Well, it's complicated. It's like you were a kid that needed a lot of support and he didn't have it.
1: Yeah. Dude, well, that's the thing. is like, that's, that's what I'm talking about. It's like, I don't think it's that my dad was a bad dad. Yeah. I, it's just that I was, I was, I was a lot. Yes. As a kid mm-hmm. and he didn't have it. He just didn't have whatever I needed.
0: I remember, did your parents ever do this one to you where they would be like, you're too sensitive. No, I got that a lot.
1: Cause my, you know, this <laughs> my feelings never came up. Really? No. How I felt didn't matter about shit.
0: Well, what it was is it was the behavior around it. So if I was like no. acting out, they'd be like, "You're being too sensitive. Go over there." And I'd be no. like, "Oh no."
1: It was never that. Oh. No, it was. It was always. Um, well, it's weird when you say your parents because I only lived with him for a couple years. It's, yeah. So, but but I never got. We never like talked about. Because I wasn't sensitive. Because the thing is, I never, I was afraid of him. So I never. Yeah. You didn't have a relationship built up. Exactly. Yeah. So so I never, or it wasn't even that. It's just that I never trusted the relationship we had. Like I right. never, I didn't believe. Because when I first moved, when I was first there, I thought it was hurt. I thought, see, I thought my, I initially thought my stepmom was was doing all the shit that made me feel like a stepchild. Because uh. my dad was never around. So he, he paid for everything. And it's like. You know, whenever something was, like, uneven or unfair. And I'd be like, wait, man, how come I didn't get a thing? And and she would have to be the one to tell me why or suck it up or whatever, right? Right. So I was like, oh, it's that bitch. She just don't like me because I'm not her son. You know what I mean? So me and even though she showed me a lot of love, but whenever me and her got into a fight, I would always pull out the You Not My Mama card thing, right? real Don Snow situation. Oh, yeah. But then, but then you know so i thought it was her but then when it when it was me and him together yeah just us that's when i realized oh it wasn't her it was you you don't you're the is because now i see exactly yeah. what your contribution is and so it i had this resentment of it and my dad wasn't he's not he doesn't take criticism very well either you know so it was like it was that we never had no conversations about nothing yeah nah yeah like we ain't never talk about me ever <laughs> you know what I mean right. unless I was in trouble, right right yeah but i but I, I was good on that, you know, so you apologize, oh well, 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 later on, cause, because after that, like I hated him, yeah, you know what i mean and and the only reason I tolerated him is because, like later on down the line my uh my my little brother lived with him, and he's like one of my favorite people. Um, so to, you know, I would go over hit my father's house and yeah. visit my brother. But, um, but you know, but I realized later on, like once I kept the age where I was like my dad's age yeah. and I realized, Oh, you know what? I, I, I wouldn't be able to handle me right now either. Like if I was mm-hmm. just all of a sudden there's a me at yeah. 13, cause I, cause I, cause I'm telling you, you couldn't just, cause I wasn't the kid you could just tell, you couldn't just tell me not to do something it had to make sense or I was doing what the fuck I wanted to do
0: I was one of those kids I, one of my early memories is walking in the kitchen I'm wearing diapers I walk into the kitchen I open the refrigerator I grab a cold egg mm. and I look at my mom and she says don't you drop that egg I swear I will you are cruising for a bruising mm. and I'm like three years old and I just drop the egg <laughs> like a gangster and walk out of the room like come for me bitch
1: <laughs> did you get a bruising
0: I did uh. <laughs> but like it's one of those things i understand that that like defiant yeah. like something something is wrong and my reaction to it is i'm going to be punk rock and i'm going to burn this house down one way
1: or well, another. it was just that my mom see my mom see it's like my mom understood like when i was you know when i was little little yeah my mom always explained things to me yeah you know and it's like but a lot of parents have that attitude was like i don't have to explain shit do what i say you know it's not like but that. it's like all right you don't got to explain shit you write about that, but I'm gonna do what the fucker. You can't control what I do.
0: But it's why you're so smart and why you're such a good joke writer and why you see things from other perspectives because you want to know. And not everybody wants to know. Some people just want the information and to move forward.
1: Yeah, well, that's why I'm getting. That's why I'm getting a lot of shit about the Michael Jackson thing. What do you mean? Just because, like, I well, we we which? had a we had a big long like argument. It was like maybe seven people involved about about at Michael the comedy team. store at the comedy store. Yeah, because everybody was. Because like I was like, this documentary didn't convince me of anything. And everybody's like, you know, not everybody, but like five people was like, What? Like, whoa. And I'm like, look, man <laughs> You know, and I and I, I laid out my case. But, okay. But it's like but it's like I'm not defending Michael Jackson. I'm not saying and I'm not saying I'm not saying he's innocent. I'm I'm saying I feel exactly like I felt before I saw the documentary. Like over the last twenty, all the information that came out, yeah, it's like I don't feel different. Like, I, like I'm, I, I was not sure before, and I'm still not. I'm not certain that he's a pedophile after watching this. I just, I don't know.
0: I think, I think the Jack, the Michael Jackson scandal and the, um, and the college admission scandal share two qualities yeah. where you're just like, you didn't know. Like, <laughs> yeah, I like guess this so. information hasn't been available for t- however many years. We, I thought we knew this. I thought we yeah. knew the rich people were gaining the system. I thought we knew that there was something going on with the Jacksons. <laughs> I thought yeah, well, we knew. It's, it's always
1: weird <laughs> shit. Well, we're very selective about. What you know? What we are outraged about? Like for some reason, we still we still letting Caitlyn Jenner slide, and she killed somebody. Yes, it, like, And nobody ever talks about it.
0: I'm ve- uh, you know what? I will. I in a in a drag queen roast, I ghost for, for a drag queen, and we definitely almost every time make a Caitlyn Jenner like we've made a couple of Caitlyn Jenner murdering somebody jokes. <laughs> <else. laughs> That's funny. Yeah, because where else is it gonna get? You know, where else are you gonna be able to tell that truth other than comedy?
1: yeah well i mean I, I i would love to i would look <laughs> if i'm ever hosting anything big i hope she ain't there because i'm bringing it up
0: <laughs> i mean sure. you gotta be like yeah. did you drive yourself here i just want to know if i'm safe on the way
1: home i <laughs> do <laughs> well, no, just like well it's been it's been 10 years it's time to make a documentary about <laughs> all the people you've killed
0: the <laughs> it's Cause, crazy because right? i'm sure
1: it's been more than one
0: it, i mean yeah I mean, it's, yeah. it's pretty. It's pretty intense.
1: But we now. just stopped talking about. It. It's like it was because that's what's weird to me. Because you know what it is? Is it's not juicy. It's not. Yeah. It doesn't have that gossipy vibe or that can you believe it? You know what I mean? Type not of deal. Yet. So it's like people are like because that's because because the, the the Michael Jackson thing is something that we've it's been debated for twenty years, mm-hmm. twenty five years, right? But the Caitlyn Jenner thing is something like we know it happened. <laughs> you know.
0: I think what's I think what what's popular right now and there's a word for it in Spanish, chisme, where it's a combination of gossip and truth. Oh. That's intriguing. I think that's like like uh, you know, the yeah. true crime genre is is chisme yeah, and cause people like, love that.
1: Cuz they take a they it's like they uh they cuz you know what it is, that's that's how my uh, my auntie used to try to get information out of me cuz she was the she was the gossipy one is like sh- you know, it was like she would ask you like what's going on yeah with the situation and when you didn't tell her, she would fill in the blank with something absurd that's my grandmother, yeah and so just so you would counter you it respond. with the real with the right so you would have to respond mm-hmm. right so it's like, oh well, you know what because what it look what I think is
0: or something manipulative like right. oh, so I guess you just don't want to share things with me today, huh
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: well, okay, I guess we're done here.
1: No, but you know what it is? My, my mom doesn't do that, though. She My mom knows me enough well enough to just leave it alone. Yeah. You. Mom, that's I'm not going to talk about that. And she'll just go, okay, okay, all right. <laughs> that's that's how I know it. it's like she doesn't agree. Yeah. But she's going to leave it alone. You know what I mean?
0: And maybe that's what happened with Michael Jackson. Nobody could agree, so we just all left it alone.
1: Uh, um... Yeah, uh, well, the thing is, see, my thing is, I don't, I'm not, a, I've, I'm not a huge Michael Jackson fan. Like, I don't know what those people are like, you know? Like, yeah. I, I can only, I only like, like, I mean, off the top of my head, I can only think of like maybe three or four of his songs that I like. Yeah. Um, but I, and maybe and maybe it's weird, it's it's different from me because my childhood was so strange. But I don't, I'm not one of those people who's like. This thing defines my childhood. It's like, yeah. It's like, I, there's no art or show or song that I feel like is my childhood where I'm like, oh, if they change it or ruin it or take it to the, the
0: Cosby Show is a big deal in my house.
1: It was now, a big deal in my house. I mean, I w- I've, I've definitely seen the Cosby Show, but it, but it's like I haven't seen every episode. I can remember specific episodes, like several. Now, now Star Trek, Star Trek yep. is, is a big thing for me, mm-hmm. but I don't know if that was really my childhood. Really, matter of fact, I was watching Star Trek when my dad came home that night. Really? On UPN, yeah. So it must <laughs> have been.
0: Was it Deep Space Nine? Or was it no, like no, next, next gen? Next generation,
1: yeah. <laughs> for sure. I don't think Deep Space Nine was invented yet. That's crazy, man.
0: What is what is the thing you do? Because I know we've talked about like depression and anxiety, all kinds of stuff. Like, what is the thing that you do to maintain your sort of your zen on a
1: daily basis? Because you're doing great. I play video games, and I, okay, I play video games um, after. Something stressful, whatever. But I may, um, but I, I, when I'm at the comedy club or something, I'm always playing chess on my phone. That keeps me. Keeps you calm. Yeah, and I know that's strange because some I've had people stop me and be like, what are you doing? Like, how can you?
0: I mean, it's like, working can, for you. Like, how
1: can you compete at something when you have to do comedy? Doesn't that, peak your anxieties or whatever, but it's like, it does. It,
0: Maybe all these emotionally intrusive ass people here are more anxiety you know, producing it, I, than you know, that. <laughs> you
1: no, know, it actually puts me in a comedy mood yeah. because when I'm playing chess, I'm not, I'm not, I don't play the long, stressful game. I play the quick game. that's like five minutes because uh-huh. I'm just trying new I'm trying like i probably i probably just been watching some YouTube video of some different opening or something like that okay and, I'm, and i wanna try it twenty five times to see if i get if if it's something I'm comfortable with you know oh. so i'm just i just i'm just trying something new and i'm I'll get comfortable with that you that's know? awesome that's um, cool, but that's about it i mean and i oh I, I mean and i listen i listen to music um almost constantly,
0: you're trying to take care of your health too
1: um yeah, I mean, I just got my CPAP machine. That's been a game changer. Yeah. Yeah.
0: You look rested.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's it's life. It's life altering. You know, it really is. Don't fuck around. Don't fuck around with your sleep out there.
0: It's really. It's really bad my dad had a CPAP they got him one after he got sick and it was like what what took him so long because he hadn't he had struggled with like really loud extreme snoring for years to where when he got the CPAP machine the absence of noise was so disruptive to my sleep pattern that I had to like play music at night because I was like I, I had Is to. This have the noise. No, he passed away when I was like seventeen. From what? Uh, something called multiple systems atrophy. It's like um, similar to the illness that Robin Williams was diagnosed with, except for Robin Williams had like hallucinations. It's a it's in the Parkinson's family of illnesses. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's like a real. Um, it's like your whole body. It's, it would be like if you took your um, your uh, hard drive out of your computer. And just smashed it against mm-hmm. the ground a few times, rubbed a little dirt in it, and then put it back in the computer and tried to get the computer to work. So it's like not, it, it's your your body and your brain stop communicating with each other. So the CPAP machine was like a game changer, but they didn't. They caught it so late in the game.
1: Yeah. See, I I was I had the CPAP. I got the CPAP too late, probably to stop me from. But, yeah. Uh, but I got it early enough to where it's like. You know, I'm I'm not going to, I'm not going to have a fucking heart attack in two weeks, you know? Right. So.
0: Yeah, you're fine. You're going to be fine. It's, I mean, you're young. We're young. We don't feel young. We feel, but we're young still, right?
1: (laughs) Well, I'm young. I don't know what you, what are you, what are you, 50? (laughs) (laughs) No.
0: Stop. We're in our 30s, right? Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, I mean, it's,
1: eh, whatever, but, um,
0: the, uh, what is your relationship with your higher power? Do you like have one? No. No. Okay.
1: That's fair. I, I'm God. No, I'm. Uh, <laughs> I don't. I'm an atheist. I don't have. I don't have a higher power. Okay. My higher power is logic, reason. That's a higher power for sure. I suppose. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: I think it, it's the it's the one that makes sense for me, and it's cheaper.
0: Okay.
1: Than religion.
0: So. Okay. I like that. Yeah. What's
1: because for me, I thought like religion and tradition. And uh, like all those things that make you do things that don't make sense, yeah, I'm, I just can't fuck with them. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like it's like it's like you would uh, you would otherwise make a different decision, but if not for religion or tradition, you're doing this thing that's not it's not the best thing to do. Right. You know, it's not the best choice to make, but you're doing it because we've always done it.
0: Right. It's like why are you to me
1: like religion is just is just the worst form of tradition. Yeah. You know. Yeah. But I guess some people need it to be good people or to have something to believe in or whatever reason. I don't think most people really buy it though. I don't think so either. Well, I think most people have serious doubts. Cuz actually the people that don't are fucking scary. The people right. the people that are like <laughs> like fundamentalists, those people are fucking terrifying. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I don't know what's out there. I know there's something out there for me, but I don't I don't know what it is. And that's fine. Mm. Yeah. I'm okay with that. I like the free fall element. Like, what's going to happen? I don't know.
1: Maybe you die and become god of your own universe.
0: Uh, That sounds like a lot of work. Yeah. I don't know if I would want to. It's a lot of pressure. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. I mean, imagine getting gravity just right.
0: Yeah. (laughs) 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 That's... That's a tough one yeah. for sure.
1: <laughs> and you gotta wait billions of years to see.
0: It's a whole Rick and Morty situation. It really is. You're gonna end up in a Cronenberg universe, you know, like you just wanna
1: It's a lot. And then you imagine you create this whole universe and then and then the people you created are still like I don't know about that guy. I, who that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I love that. Well, we finally got through all of the questions except for one. What, is, what is the last what's the thing that you would tell somebody just like you in the world?
1: What? What, what do you mean just like me?
0: Yeah, like maybe somebody's listening to this podcast and they are fe- they're like same same experience, totally the same. What's one thing you'd like to tell them?
1: Get your own shit. Get your own thing.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right.
0: Well, you know, no, I'm, just, I'm just I, I'm
1: just kidding. Um uh, I'm trying to not say something cliche here. Um,
0: you can say something cliche. It's fine. A lot of
1: cliched shit's been said on this podcast. Mm, I'm, what, 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 if, if I, Somebody that's just like me that's listening, I guess I would I would just say um, um, believe in yourself, but but not too much.
0: Okay. The right amount of believing in yourself?
1: Well, believe believe in yourself, but don't believe everything you tell you. Like, question question everything you tell you, but believe in yourself.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I like that. That's awesome. Well,
1: put your thoughts on trial or whatever you want, however you want to put it. I like that. That's like a white lady remix of... <laughs> <laughs> you a therapist, a white lady? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, a little younger than me. I don't think she quite understood what she was getting when I walked uh, in the door.
1: Uh, see, I don't think I could have a therapist that was younger than me.
0: It's interesting, because I saw one of her other clients, too, and her other client's like a 50-year-old black lady, so I'm like, okay. She's gotta work cut out. She's got she's she's exercising um a lot of like it's an interesting place. It's like a clinic for it's a clinic for people with no health insurance. And they mm-hmm. have like art therapy and a food bank and it's a really interesting place.
1: Art therapy and a food bank, okay.
0: You know what I mean? hmm And like meditation classes, but they also do like work programs and stuff. Really interesting.
1: Do they have an espresso machine there?
0: They don't. Sometimes they have a Keurig, but there's never any pods. Sometimes the coffee machine has coffee in it. Most of the time it doesn't.
1: (laughs) You have to bring your own pods?
0: I think so. I think it's a bring your Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. BYOP situation. But they do have like bread from the sprouts that they couldn't sell what
1: is this like a farmer's market slash the <laughs>
0: office? no 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 it's much, It's like in van nuys it's like in a bad part of van nuys okay <laughs> it's like it's like uh it's sort of like a work development slash psychiatric care center it's for it's for people with like a lot of shit going on so little miss i have an anxiety disorder Be bopping in there must seem like a, a nice break
1: what is that white cord right there for this one yeah no, 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 Oh Oh, that's an earphone? Earphone. Oh, uh, okay. All right. Yeah. Let's see what's going on That's there. the bomb. We're going to have to disable it in a second. Okay, let's do it.
0: What's your, uh, how can people get a hold of you and uh, also promote uh, your podcast and stuff?
1: Oh, just listen to my podcast BS with Brian Simpson. I keep, I keep saying my website is going to exist someday, but I'm just lazy about it.
0: I can show you how I did mine on Squarespace no. myself.
1: Cause then I would have to call you every time I need to help with it. I got to figure That's it out myself. That's
0: true. I figured it out myself after I called Squarespace and I was like, you're not helping me. And then mm. I figured it out. They were just like, you just need to take a nap. That's literally what happened. I took a nap. I woke up and I figured it out.
1: They were just like, what are you stupid? Do they host it for you? Yeah, they host it for you, but it's like a build your own situation. But do you get the domain or is it yeah. gonna always be at Squarespace?
0: I think mine's at Squarespace, but you can pay for the domain. Mm. All right, you can figure. I know a website builder, too. If
1: you mm-hmm. got like two
0: hundred bucks, he'll do it for you.
1: Um,
0: so yeah, b s. with Ryan Simpson, yeah, okay.
1: Your Twitter handle Uh well Twitter's lame, right? I mean, it's not lame, but but I feel like no one engages his, on Twitter.
0: okay. his Twitter and Instagram is short white neck.
1: No, no, my Twitter is short white neck. My instagram is b s comedian
0: b s comedian,
1: yeah, okay. you know, maybe I should change my Twitter to that too. I don't even tell the short white neck bit anymore.
0: I have never heard the short white neck video. Oh no, I have. I think I have. Maybe. I think I have.
1: We'll see. And and, and, and oh, it's not true anymore. That's that's what fucking. That's
0: true. Are. You're you are wasting away before our eyes. We got that.
1: Yeah. Jokes are just expiring out here.
0: Hey, you know what? It's fine.
1: Poor guys. <laughs> You find a way to tell them. Why is that Ricola? Okay, you know what? That's a personal question. Why is there
0: Ricola in a vase over there?
1: Yeah. Are you making some kind of concoction? Are no. you turning? Are you turning them crawl drops into liquid?
0: No, I just put them in there because it was cluttery, and I will put things in things to declutter.
1: Okay. All right. Yeah. I'll accept that.
0: Yeah. It's, you know it's a situation. You can find me at Anna v is Fun on Twitter and Instagram. You could also find me at com, and you can check out my other podcast, the Bruhaha podcast. What else? Um oh yeah, we're doing a live 12 questions at the Before You Die Festival in Anchorage, Alaska. What? That's so exciting with a friend of the podcast Carlos Delgado and our special guest will be uh, Jessica Michelle Singleton. Should be dope um what else is happening uh yeah so follow us on all the things and brian this is how i end the podcast every time if nobody's told you this today i, I love you
1: oh i love you too i thought you going to say namaste. I, no,
0: like, namaste I know it does feel like a i was gonna get moment. up and
1: leave um if
0: i said namaste and like bust out a crystal
1: yeah well it was it used to be cool when no one knew what it was
0: right now it's just now right. it's everywhere right it's, but that's why i just cut to the chase and say love you right and too. if you don't know have to respond, that's fine, <laughs> but I will take it. No, I did respond. I know you did. I know. I don't know why I felt like I had to deflect that. I don't know. I don't, I don't, I'm being weird. Um, Let's unpack that. Let's unpack that. No. <laughs> and then, uh, if you're listening to this today and nobody's told you this, love you. Okay. Bye. <laughs>
2: Thank you.